Listener, I'm in Florida today. I'm in Orlando tomorrow on Tuesday. I am in Tampa Wednesday. I am in Miami. And then Thursday, I'm in West Palm Beach. And then in April, if there's still tickets available, I'm coming to Atlanta, Nashville, and Sacramento. I can't. There's so many dates. There's Denver. There's San Francisco. There's Pittsburgh. There's Milwaukee. There's so many. I can't keep up anymore. It would behoove you and make my life so much easier to sign up for either my email list or my text alert. I'll only email you or text you a couple times a year when I'm in your city. All that information is available at ashgavs.com. It's really easy to find. And little bottom, if if your bottom is part of the Big Apple, the cancel coach Kate Sisk has a show on Wednesday, March 23rd, 7.30 p.m. at The Stand. It's an important show. Go support them. That's Wednesday, March 23rd, 7.30 p.m. at The Stand. What a great little uh, accompaniment to Sunday school if you can't make it on a Sunday. And then today, Sam Morrison, my best friend in the entire world. If you came to the DC show, he opened for me. He's so fucking funny. I love him with my whole heart. If you don't listen to this episode, you piece of shit, because you don't listen to the episodes with guys, you're missing out because he is a tre- he's a national treasure. Sam Morrison is a national treasure, and he's 69s with a 69-year-old, and that's something that you have to hear about, okay? We also get into daddy bears, some good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. I, uh, I, I, I love you. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I like older men and I like big men. Gray hair and big bellies. There are no exceptions. We went to DC. So I found a daddy on Grinder. Went over to his place and he opens the door and I was like, oh, I kind of recognize this guy. I was like, is this someone famous? A politician? Yeah. Is this Lindsey <laughs> it was like Graham? Big, though. It wasn't Lindsey Graham. We've had sex. I wasn't him. <laughs> his dick is in my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, I know this guy. <laughs> I've sucked this dick before. Because really? he, I swear to God. I swear to God. Listener, if it's not clear, I love this man with my whole being. He's my favorite. He's my favorite person. I love you too. And I would be more loving to you. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just... I'm I'm very depressed for context. Usually I'm much gayer for your audience. (laughs) No, you're pretty fucking gay. I'm pretty fucking gay, but usually I'm gayer. Like usually there's some fucking act outs, maybe some Broadway tunes. Like I love the idea of being like moody and emotional, being like a straight characteristic because I feel usually people yeah, that's true. equate sensitivity with being like oh you're gay like no but when I'm like down like, you're I'm crying just, you're gay I'm a high energy gay <laughs> like I'm gay it's like 3 a.m. at the nightclub and then but like mornings I'm a straight person I wake up I'm like what's up Dylan what's for breakfast <laughs> don't talk to me about dick until I've had my coffee <laughs> <laughs> and then I get that coffee and I'm like I need a dick <laughs> well we are in the apartment <laughs> We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with my best friend today. Yes. Yeah, my best friend in the world. Sorry, I'm looking at you as I call Sam my best friend in the I'm world. I'm aware of these dynamics and they you do not upset me. You did this last time. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? We recorded last time. We lost the, lost the footage. The legendary on, lost episode. Of we're having gay sex. So we're doing it again. But I love having gay sex with you, Sam. My future sperm donor, despite your diabetes. Don't do that. That's a bad <laughs> medical decision. Um, you are about to blow up. You're about to do a bunch of cool stuff. Can I say that? Yes. You just yes. launched a YouTube channel. <laughs> Everything's oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just I'm just upset right now. <laughs> what so. you doing on YouTube? Oh, I'm doing a fashion channel. <gasps> Exciting. So it's like me learning fashion. Yeah. And I basically just like I love fashion YouTube specifically. Yeah. And I watch all these people and I'm like, I could be gayer. And also it's a lot of straight guys, but it is, it's like me like raiding people's closets, like thrifting with people. You raided my closet. I raided Ashley's closet. I started to edit it. It was very overwhelming. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. We, we had a lot of footage. Yeah, we did. We, we hung out a long time. (laughs) Yeah. But I loved it. It was so fun. And I put together the most ridiculous outfit. You should watch it. It's really, really funny. 
Yeah, um, we tried. Yeah, it was, we, we definitely, honestly, it was good. No, it was good. It was the really B-roll good. is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the part where I'm not speaking is probably the best. Yeah, it was really good when she was just standing there hot. <laughs> Thank you so... That's honestly a great compliment, but I'm really glad that you're here. You do have a lot going on that I'm not super allowed to talk about, which is always the sexiest way to be like, oh, he's got so much... He's got things happening. He, we're mm. not allowed to talk about it. One of my favorite comedians in the world... Sam Morrison. Thank Yay! you. Soundboard, which is not. It was working literally two minutes before. Oh, fuck. It was working two minutes late yeah. before. Oh. We can do it verbally. I'll we can do a sampling right now. There's like. Here, yeah. I'll just read it There's out. Like, Ooh. Oh. <laughs> There's the Kool-Aid like. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. you heard like, it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you're here again. Thank you for having me back. Yeah. Is, that, is that the correct terminal? I, think I you guess. Been, <laughs> thank you for having me for the one and a half time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I, I'm a little sleepy. I spent the night at a girl's place last night, which oh! I, I rarely do. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Beethoven's womp, fifth. Womp, womp. That's it hot. Really? I, Buzzer. I really think that I'm making the, the air horn sound. But pew, 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 pew. Yeah. I, I guess I go more pew, 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 like I okay. rather than that pew, sounds pew, more pew, like, air, like finger guns to me like pew pew. If I was doing Beethoven's Fifth, I would go bum 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 bum. That sounds the same to bum, me. Bum 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 bum. Is it the fifth or the ninth or the eighth? Oh, well, I, I don't, don't fucking know. know. I spaced out <laughs> the whole thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sam has ADD. <laughs> which I a have lot ADHD. of listeners do. Because they're all Gen Z and literally 100% of them have been diagnosed with ADHD <laughs> on TikTok. So. I actually haven't been diagnosed. What? I Well, uh, when I asked my mom about it, she was like, you qualified, but we didn't want to give you medicine. Oh, that's so, a yeah, fair. That's a diagnosis. I guess yeah. that's a diagnosis. Yeah. I have been diagnosed. I've never taken anything. Do you going to a doctor? I do. Oh my God. I remember this so well. I remember going to a place to get a test. And I didn't realize what was going on. Because of the ADD. <laughs> just so distracted. There was, <laughs> there was some, a cool photo in the corner that I couldn't stop looking at. <laughs> they were like, do the test. And you were like, what is that? <laughs> they were like, you're going to have to go into that building. And then I went into a different building. And they were like, you have ADHD. <laughs> okay. I, I got my diagnosis in, the, in one of the surges of. I think Delta. Delta. Delta ADD. I show up to the office and there's a big sign on the door that says the office is closed and I get rip shit pissed off and I start panicking and freaking out and get so mad. Because you scheduled an appointment. Because I scheduled an appointment for the test and they confirmed that it could only happen in in person and I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And then literally right, I freak out for probably two whole minutes. And then right on, I look at the door again and I realize that right under it says the office is closed. It says, unless you are here for an ADHD test. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think I need to take it. Also, my God. <laughs> there are like people just all over the street going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all try to get back on the subway. They're putting their four different Metro cards that all have 74 cents on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that's really funny i do not have adhd no i was tested i was also i don't know tested. why you just called me out so hard i have <laughs> so many metro cards and i'm like cheap enough that i'm trying to figure out how to use them yeah, together yeah. i got one down to zero <laughs> and the other one i can't figure out <laughs> yeah, I, I i feel like at one point in my life i'm gonna go to one of the 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 attendants and i'm gonna be like i have five thousand metro cards it's them? gonna be exactly 275 <laughs> Just take them all. Yeah. This is like the few, this is like the Gen Z or millennial version of like a coin star machine. <laughs> we don't have coins. We just have cents. Coins on a Metro card. <laughs> yeah. I want to do. Okay. Here's a question. Sure. The Omni thing. Yeah, I do that. Okay. Are they tracking your whereabouts? What Omni thing? Oh, everyone's There's, tracking our whereabouts. No, 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 no. But specifically the you MTA. You want to crazy? Is there like, you know, when you swipe into an office, there's a log of when you got to the building and when you left. Look, I have worked for the government. There is no way the MTA is effectively tracking your location. Okay. They don't have the engineering. That's what I wanted to know. They don't have the engineering team. But to be fair, everybody's tracking everything. I know this because I've been doing a lot of horse girl material, as you know. And today <laughs> on my Instagram reels, lo and behold, <gasps> a horse fucking another horse and then a very lesbian attendant running up, giving the horse a flashlight. And then the horse came into the flashlight and they took the sperm away. 
That's what came up on my Instagram reels today. Why is that allowed? But I can't say pussy. <laughs> I literally cannot say pussy, but I can watch a horse jack off. Wait, wait this was not on Instagram. This was on Instagram. <laughs> this was clearly on Pornhub. Why did they steal the cup? They didn't. I don't think they were stealing the cup. Why did they take the cup? Like, it's like the, oh, horse, no, 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 no. the horse is like, hey, come back with my cup. <laughs> <laughs> were they trying? Was it birth control for the female horse that they had? They, or were they taking the king's sperm and going to mix it with a queen somewhere else? The king? I don't. You guys think I was like, let me watch this whole video. <laughs> you, you just did give a summary. Detail. Okay. Yeah. I did. Yes. Did I watch the whole video? Yes. <laughs> I, there wasn't a caption that was like breeding season or I am I am the human condom for this horse. No, I didn't read the caption. I was in an Uber at the time. <laughs> I was on my way down from acupuncture. I was feeling very peaceful. Mm. I get acupuncture now. It's dope. And then I was scrolling through my Instagram and horse porn came up. I don't know why it's allowed. I, why is that allowed? But I literally cannot say shit about my own vulva without showing my vulva. <laughs> there was full I think horse it, peen on this. <laughs> that is crazy. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, where the horses were straight, right? I think there's they your were answer. Straight, yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. Actually, I cannot. I didn't see the vag on the other horse. I only saw the peen. Sounds like a straight horse. I think you though. would have seen another peen. <laughs> she what? seemed straight to me. She had like nail polish. Yeah. <laughs> Long nails. Long She's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. I feel like we bantered You said you were 80% Neanderthal. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not 80% Neanderthal. <laughs> I got my 23 in me because of my fucking joints. My issues. Oh. And it came back. A couple things Sorry, came that's, back. Is, that's, I don't think that's why you're supposed... I mean, you were looking for like diseases in your family yes, and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. No, that I, is a reason why you might do it. That makes sense. It's but better some, to go to a geneticist, but it's more expensive. I just yeah. imagine you being like... I went to 23andMe for my joints and they just told me I'm white. I don't know what <laughs> Still have these joint problems. <laughs> you think you're going to like an actual doctor? I am going like, to an actual doctor, but I'm going to bring my results with me because they have a gene explorer. It's actually quite amazing. I've learned a lot about... They have a gene explorer? Yeah, you can explore your genes. That sounds so that's how futuristic. I usually, that's usually what I do with women. I'm Ex the, I'm an over the jeans explorer. I'm, a, I'm you, in the jeans, baby. I'm exploring those. Did jeans. you walk in there and be like, "What's up? My name is Jean. Let's get to it." <laughs> Can you um, imagine if Twenty Three and Me had come out in like 2004? It'd be like, "Is there any more room for me in those jeans? <laughs> Maybe Nigeria, Europe." <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Um, I got the results back and I found out that I am 80 some odd percent more Neanderthal than the standard person. What? Where, how? <laughs> Which is a self roast. Honestly, That's what I just did. I don't know. I don't know what any of that means, but I know it makes sense for you. Neanderthals. I, I, I hang out with you and I'm like, this bitch is Neanderthal. She is more Neanderthal than I mean, people. I am five foot eight. I don't Call know. back. We uh, always fight about how tall I am. Yeah. <laughs> She's five seven. It's funny because I refer to her as tall. I'm like, you know, you're tall. You're like five six, five seven, like five eight. <laughs> she gets mad even though I already called her tall. My ancestors were huge. That's they were Neanderthals. Such a Neanderthal move, though. <laughs> to have yeah, a short person. One, one time we were arguing about how central? tall she was, and she hit me in the head with a rock uh, <laughs> off of my sloping forehead. <laughs> I pulled a rock. I carry one around, just kind of rests on my frontal lobe, I which I have less. Of. I was able to run away because she did have to have her hands on the ground <laughs> as she was sprinting. You can tell she's Neanderthal by how she cuts down catcalls. As in I murder them? Yes, you murder them. There's like, there's a lack of, uh, your fear center is, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would argue that I have no fear center. Yeah, that, that's Neanderthal it's all to me. fight. That's a, you're, you have the fear center of somebody who needs to kill a saber-toothed tiger to live. <laughs> yeah, actually, one of the traits, if you look at the Neanderthal breakdown, one of the traits is, I hope I don't get hate mail for this. I hope, I hope people are like, well, that explains why you're a fucking predator and you have to fuck all these women for your job. Like, you know what I mean? No, I, I'm I don't, sad. I don't fuck, get it. fuck you guys. No, I'm going to no, yell at your audience. They, Do people think you're fucking for your job? No, these are just the <laughs> these are just the thought. I don't know. What I was gonna think. say. I think most people are fucking to come. No, she is fucking for her. Do you have to fuck to talk about 
so you're fucking for your job no let me be clear (laughs) (laughs) let me be clear that while i do get to write off any dates that i go on do you really i don't do it it feels unethical (laughs) i probably could though if i talk about it on the podcast i could in theory yeah i don't know how that works oh also we never did intros Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I am Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. Huge comedy tour. Huge comedy tour. Listener, no matter where you are, for fuck's sake, sign up for my mailing list or my text list. I'll email you or text you once a year. I bring Sam. I bring Kate. It's a fucking gay party, okay? Please, for the love of God. Please, please do. She's uh, in a lot better mood when you guys buy tickets <laughs> and doesn't complain so much about you guys not buying tickets. So for my sake, yeah. fucking buy the tickets. Yeah, buy the tickets. <laughs> You're going to miss a post. I know you fast forward through these. I literally see it in the data. I know you skip this. As always, the cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. You pretended to be straight and played soccer in school, right? Wait, I'm not the cancel coach. No, I know. She's going to riff on whatever sport you played. Oh, I played soccer. What position? Well, this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What position? Goalkeeper, obviously. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) No way for this guy to slip one into your net. Slip one past the goalie. You don't have a penis. You forgot. I got it. I got it. I did. I forgot. Well, you do have a penis. It's just not, doesn't, it's not loaded up the same way. You literally were like, I can get a girl pregnant. You were literally, (laughs) Kate Sisk. Hey, it's me. Kate Sisk, the cancel coach of fat in the chat. I have a functioning ejaculating penis where (laughs) semen comes out. Uh... (laughs) Just kidding. I am a white bisexual lesbian dyke. My gender of the week, as submitted by the listeners, is the boy who accidentally got sent to the camp in the parent trap. That's great. That's a good one. And I, as I was looking it up for a visual, I found out that that's Lindsay Lohan's younger brother. Oh. And then I also found out this week that it's not Lindsay Lohan or Lindsay Lohan. It's she says Lohan. God, I had the uh, biggest crush on Lindsay Maybe Lohan. That's why I had a period of really being into redheads. She also was mm. one of the first kind of like openly queer celebrities during that time. She's queer? She gay? She was dating that, uh, <gasps> yeah. You're remember? right. Wow. Me and my college girlfriend dressed up as them for Halloween. Yeah. How am I not? We got to get Lindsay Lohan on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is gay. Lindsay Lohan, very straight. <laughs> very <You're> straight. Right. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug, Kate? Oh, just, you know, at Kate Sisk on Instagram and Twitter. Sorry, fuck me. Alex, cut it. That's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Just at the Kate Sisk on Instagram and Twitter. Don't cut it. It's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> yeah, got my got my new setup on YouTube. You can check that out. Go, go, go. <laughs> check out, subscribe to Kate's YouTube, you piece of shit. Wow, you're really committing to the soccer coach bit. <laughs> go, go, go. Sam, do you mind introducing yourself and your pronouns and whatnot? Yes, I am Samuel. I am an anxious, asthmatic, gay, diabetic Jew. He, him, cis, white, gay. At Samuel H. Morrison on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube. Please do that. I just launched it. That's my glucose monitor. I was so worried those were the cameras. I'm so glad it's just your body. (laughs) (laughs) Really glad it's just a diabetic emergency, not the cameras losing footage. Because if we lost the footage again. Yeah, I have to go to the hospital. But I hope the podcast is good. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube. It is fashion-based. I'm learning fashion. I'm raiding people's closets. I'm going thrifting with comedians. I'm making fun of straight men. And that's all the things that you need in life. It is. I have all my late partner's clothes, and it's like a ton of really nice stuff. A lot of it is designer, and I'm like getting it tailored, and I'm like figuring out how to style it. And I'm like talking to stylists, and then like... Also, Ashley, there's a, an episode coming out soon with Ashley. Uh, three twenty nine. Starting that week, I have three work in progress solo shows. Beautiful. Can I can I plug some dates? Yeah. Okay, my solo show, Sugar Daddy, which is uh, about grief and diabetes, obviously. <laughs> um, so March 29th, April fifth, April twelfth, in New York City, in Brooklyn, at Pete's Candy Store. Go to my link tree and my Instagram. That's probably the easiest place yeah. for these kids to find it, and there'll be tickets there. And then I'm at the hideout in Boston, 428 to 429. And then 527 to 528, I'm in uh, the Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis. Beautiful. So many dates, so many people that can go see you. Yeah. But let's get into the gay sex. I did have gay sex this week. 
I am not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about something that I've been withholding from Kate for mm. weeks that I told you about, but I feel like I have to talk about it on the podcast. So I, you don't even let the ADD kick in. You forgot <laughs> the whole a blank thing. Slate. He didn't even he, he didn't even hear it. He like literally has no idea what I'm talking about. You tell me stuff all of the time. I'm thinking of a couple of different things. Okay, well. But that's also not how ADD works, just for the record. It's <laughs> ADD not. is fully amnesia, and that's... It just I'm kicks in, and then it's an excuse for any wrongdoing I do. <laughs> um, I went and got my hair cut a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Honestly, if we could air horn more, I would say air horn more. Thank you. That as well. Air horns and that sound. So I go in to get my hair cut. I go up to get my hair cut by my wonderful hair lady. Her name's Betsy. I feel like I can shout shout her out. Betsy Dugan. She's like a big hair count. She mostly does blondes, which is important for the story. (laughs) She's like really good at blonde. Okay. But she cuts my hair and she's great and I love her and I will never leave her. I go sit down in my chair, just doing my thing, have my mask on, obviously. There's three chairs in, thank you, pound, three chairs in the salon in Betsy's little room. She now runs her own. Well, that is very small. That was context I didn't get. Yeah, super small. Oh, that's so fucking awkward. So small, very small. Because Betsy's like so big, she's doing her own thing. She's about to open her own salon called The Color Palette if you're looking for a salon in New York City. Also, very queer friendly. She asks for your pronouns when you book the appointment so that when it texts you and stuff like that, it doesn't misgender you and that no one misgenders you when you come in. Yeah. Just a great place. Love Betsy. So to be fair, no one who uses Betsy, I think, is queer except for me. (laughs) But (laughs) and the women I date because I sit down in this chair and lo and behold, who is right next to me? getting her hair done but my ex my big fat ex ah! the, the one i describe as the, the divorced the, the oh. <laughs> no she she is blonde yep she is blonde she is teeny and she is terrifying she is right next to me in the chair getting her hair done and i when i tell you that my heart starts to beat out of my chest i'm gripping the chair and did you not realize until you were sitting down? Until I was sitting <gasps> down. So there's no way out. There's no. <laughs> Can I find the, um, I want to find the text that you, I got like live tweet updates. <laughs> so I, I find the text. Yeah, there. find it. Dude, Take your time. Oh no. Wait, does she go to this woman because she found out about her through you? Opposite. Oh, Ashley, you were supposed to stop going. Never. Yes. Never. Yes, somebody has to lose the dildo, somebody has to lose the pets, and what? somebody has to lose the hairdresser. No, what are the you odds? You cannot share listener, any of those things. Listener, write in. I'll tell you the date. It was... um. <laughs> yeah, what was the date? I think it was January 20th. Holy fuck. I think. How do you remember? <laughs> Neanderthal. I, Neanderthal. <laughs> Neanderthal's well known for remembering when they got their hair cut. <laughs> Famously well groomed. I think so. I mean, obviously it was gay Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> Neanderthal so famous for being gay. You get your That's why we meat. died out. <laughs> it's because we couldn't Famously reproduce. Famously gay, yeah. Um, but I sat you get down. Your results back and then, and they're like, course, you're gay Neanderthal. <laughs> and then, of course, the, like, I'm like fully freaking out, you know, like texting Sam, texting everyone but you. I wanted to text you so bad that I was like, I have to save it for the pod. Oh, I thought I was the only one. I feel slighted. No, you, you were. <laughs> but the thing is that, like, I don't have that many, many people to text about this because. How many people are you texting in the moment? Just like a girl that I was seeing and uh, so and jealous you, I am to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and the girl was so sweet. She was like, do you want me to get hot and show up? And I was like, you that is like that's keeper material right there. Um, and that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, do you want me to get hot and show up? I will put on this caramel wool cardigan that I just got <laughs> and I will rock her world. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if I was like, I'm straight now because of you. And he wears calming Classy neutrals. <laughs> he calms me down when I'm losing. Um, I don't remember when this was, but I got it. You got it. Yeah. Wait, so you've never. So y- there's been years since the breakup of you we, both going to this hair salon, but we, you've never run into each other. We've never run into each other, and that's why I think it's fine because it's like, <laughs> what are the odds? But here's the here's what makes it crazier. This woman and I, we are fully in the closet during our relationship. Right. I cannot express to you 
I need this needs to be said. We lived in the same apartment and told people she was crashing on the couch. Yeah. People would ask us about our dating lives in front of each other. Yeah. Like we were full in the closet. Not like a little bit in the closet. Her parents didn't know. The only people that I was allowed to tell was my family. And if the suggestion even came up that she should tell other people, because I used to say to her, I was like, hey, why don't you tell someone so that you have a resource beyond me? Right. That's why being out of the closet, you have to, because like, you have to have other vias of support or whatever. Otherwise, it can become codependent, yeah. which it did. Yeah. And look, I really loved this girl. And I really would have loved to have known what our relationship would have been like had it not been fully closeted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I think it just was so warped yeah. because of that. So is she gay now or what? Well, <gasps> so oh my God. What makes it horrible is that Betsy knows us as friends and collaborators. <laughs> oh no. What so a cackle. Instead of tiptoeing around a sensitive situation, she's like, oh my God, I put you both at the same time. <laughs> you must be so happy to see each other. <laughs> so, of course, Fuck. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what did Betsy do? Betsy was, oh my God, Betsy was fucking amazing. So Betsy didn't really say anything. Because I think the last time Betsy asked me about this girl, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't talked to her. No, I was just like super whatever about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Just like didn't want to address it. And so I think she realized that we weren't super like in touch anymore, yeah. but not like on bad terms. Oh my God, so Betsy you... is an amazing listener and incredibly intuitive. <laughs> you sat down and you were like, exes, she was in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> She so she Betsy's amazing because then this girl goes to get she's got foil she's doing her color I don't know what they fucking do they take her into the other room to do the girl things she's a fake blonde yeah she looks good <laughs> anyway <laughs> to be clear I think I'm the hotter one now at the, at the time you also attribute Whoa. your hotness to her yes but then I exceeded <laughs> okay whatever you also measure hotness based on how many Instagram followers people have. That's true, and I win <laughs> by a landslide. And you're going to, everyone's like, oh my well, God, Ashley's talking shit. I have never spoken about this girl on this, very rarely on this podcast, right? out of respect to her and her closetedness. But what you are about to hear eliminates everything. So, oh my gosh. She goes in the next room. I go, Betsy, listen, this girl and I, we kind of had a falling out. I'm sorry if it makes you uncomfortable to be around. Yeah. And I even, and she was like, I won't say another word. And I'm so sorry I booked you at the same time. Have you and her made eye contact in the mirror? I think for like, no, actually, I don't think so. You but just... I texted her and I, what? I texted her, the girl. The ex? Yeah. While you were sitting there? Yes. And I said, She hey. also texted everyone else, apparently. <laughs> I, so I said to her, hey, I really don't want you to be uncomfortable. I just want you to be happy. I don't know how to address this. You know, I don't want to out her at yeah. the salon. I respond this like paragraph about her feelings and her boundaries. She responds, LOL, all good. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. So at this point, I'm like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we finish around the same time. I text her again. I'd be like, hey, I don't know where you're at, but I would really like to say hello to you. Ah, uh, that's Wait, the text so, I got. But how does Betsy handle it? Betsy just Betsy, is a, Betsy just like there's not another word and yeah. you don't interact in the salon at all with, with no, each other. No, not at all. Okay. I think Betsy did a pretty good job of keeping us separate from that point because yeah. we really only were sitting next to each other for like a second. So Betsy's like fucking on fire. Amazing. And then she I I, she apologized I to you for booking you guys at the yeah, same time. Yeah, she was time. like I should have known better because the last time we talked, I you said you that You're like, "Oh, we haven't seen each other." Yeah, yeah. I if she it. has to schedule around all the lesbian exes no, that come in No, but keep in mind these are the only two queers. <laughs> these <laughs> Everyone are the else only? is straight. And oh, I guess they could be fucking each other's husbands, right? <laughs> they're also they're gay. <laughs> I, I agree. If you get your hair done, you're gay. <laughs> I agree. So I text her that. I wait for a couple minutes. She's not responding. Wait, here's what I can't get over. Betsy has created an environment for you to get out of this unscathed. I have issues. <laughs> well, you wanted to talk to her. I wanted closure. Okay. I wanted closure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes it sense to me. It's like, it, so when else bad. are you going to run into this person? Just so you have some context, we live together. We shared a bank account. We shared cats. Our lives were completely entangled. It was a divorce yeah. that ended very abruptly when the pandemic started because I was seeing someone. 
And I think that that really disturbed her. And she cut all communication from me. She never you spoke see- to me again. You were seeing so- someone after you decided that you were not. We hadn't been dating be for like together. a year. Yeah. So what? But she- it took her 10 months to get out of my apartment. I did not know that. Dude, I was. Actually, I did not know that. I was patient as fuck. I was patient as fuck. Listener, when I tell you that I was sick in the head with codependence and like bad relationship habits, I'm not joking. Like I have I have healed myself from some garbage models of love that I didn't. I never knew that when I tell people that I like hit a rock bottom, I hit a rock bottom, dude, like. I had someone who was financially dependent on me living in my apartment for 10 months and I was very patient about it. Yeah. This is not something I would ever get into today. That's why I was on the last episode when I'm talking about red flags, like I am so proud of myself that I don't indulge this kind of behavior anymore. And to be fair to this girl, I'm sure she has her own thoughts about what she has cleaned up in her own life since this relationship. Right. I hope, I hope Clearly, so. Clearly, if LOL all good is where we're yeah, at. Yeah, she really seems like she's done the work. I mean, <laughs> LOL all good. <laughs> yeah, LOL all good doesn't all seem good. like someone who is like, we're broken up, but I will remain here for 10 months. <laughs> 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 LOL all good is someone who is like, oh, we're broken up. I'm going to leave all of my things here and walk home in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you text her again. So I text her and I say, hey, I, w- I, would, re- I would really like to say hello. Because one thing that I would appreciate is The way that I view this relationship, this huge life altering relationship that I had, the way that I look at it is were it not closeted, I think it would be something else. Yeah, that's how I view it. And I don't think we could be friends today, but there was a I think there was a a window that we could have been friends that Mm -hmm. we missed. Yeah. And um, I respect her work. And to me, that's huge. Yeah. So I wait five minutes. She doesn't respond. I think I'm going to wait one more minute and then I'm going to leave. And during that one minute, she texts back, sure. No LOL. <laughs> Very little LOLing after that. I guess she didn't go through the work. <laughs> no LOL. She clearly is not able to laugh at herself, self-reflectively, <laughs> and needs to go back to therapy. That's what I do in therapy. I just go, LOL. All good. All good. And my therapist says, My dad is dead. Sam. LOL, all good. <laughs> my mother, BPD, LOL, all good. <laughs> Okay, so you I said to her during this conversation, a lot was said, but I think the most <laughs> all LOL, good. all LOL, LOL, all good, LOL, all good, LOL, all good, back and forth. Do I sound crazy? Not at all. I Wait, mean, I, I obviously have more context, but I the listeners have know so little about this imbi- uh, uh, relationship because I don't yeah. talk about her out of respect to her. Yeah. So, oh God, I give my spiel where I'm like, on my end, I know I've done things that I've apologized for. And I forgive her for all the things that she's done. And I say out loud, I say, and I really believe this in my heart. When you are in the closet, you're a horrible version of yourself. And for some people, that can be really messy. Yeah. And so I have a lot of forgiveness in my heart for things that happen in a closeted relationship. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone, you should, you should never put yourself in a situation where you're being abused in some manner yeah. because the other person is closeted. Ultimately, you have to Ulti- yes. be in a situation where you're being treated well. That being said, I forgive her for yeah. these actions yeah. and these things that have happened between us. I have a lot of room for forgiveness in my heart because of my poor model of love from my family. <laughs> but she said to me, and I said this, she goes, were we really closeted though? And I was just like, holy fuck. What was all of this for? Yeah. If this was not about you coming out on your own terms, what, what were we doing? What were we doing? What, what was that for me? That, that's what, what I loved her so much that I was willing to live like that for yeah. years, yeah. years, three years in the closet. That's and I you know people overuse this word, but that's gaslighting. That's I don't even fully. Yeah. Whether or not it was intentional. Was, yeah. What was I, I'm wondering what her meaning behind that was. Was she. Does she genuinely not see it as a closeted relationship or was that a slight at you being like, but were we really closet? Did you didn't you tell people like you're oh, out? Oh. so we weren't closeted. I didn't like, even think of was that. Was there a second uh, meaning? To that, what but she that's was how saying. few people I was telling. Right. I I really like, I kept it from you until she and I had broken up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The night you guys broke up. I was having you, like a meltdown. And yeah, I, I was in so much pain. I was like, I have to tell someone. And I told you under like penalty of death. I was so scared to tell you. Yes. I, you, we were in your room 
childhood room. Yeah. And um, because oh, I was living I, at my mom's. Yes, a hundred percent. You you never told me. I got confused because afterwards, you guys did continue to have a relationship that was complicated. Right. Yeah. And there was a point where I was pretending to not know. Yeah. And that's how I know how serious the closeted yeah. nature of it was. Yeah. Which again, like you, like I have so much empathy for her. I was in a closeted relationship myself. Yeah. And did a lot of self-sabotaging things. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was inc- incredibly straight. I'm just affirming your reality that it absolutely was a closeted, closeted relationship. Again, I don't know what yeah. she meant. I have no idea. I'm but- just uh, like, uh, it's just, it's so baffling to me that she could question if she really was questioning the reality. I don't know. Either she's protecting a part of her brain or she is straight up gaslighting you. Unless she really uh, meant uh, it as some sort of slight or like, like, d- didn't you tell people or like, you weren't closeted. I was closeted. That wasn't your pain to bear, even though she's wrong. Like, I'm just like trying, literally trying to figure out a logical way for her yeah. to have been I, meaning to say I something else. Cause ex- I, 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 ex- did you explode? At the moment, no. It wasn't until I got home that I like wept and yeah so what did you so did you say anything it's i continued to be so nice i yeah i don't know why i'm such a little simp i mean i do know why again my mother but like if you are in a position where you're in a relationship where you it's weird it's like the bath it's like the margaret atwood bathwater quote where it's like you don't know that you're boiling because the water has gotten Mm. hotter little by little by little but if you're in a situation in a relationship where like it's like a slow brainwashing where you're like, this is yeah. normal. This is normal. Yeah. It's not normal. Right. It's okay. And you will survive. And I want to say, cause like this might get back to her in some way. And I don't think people will figure out who she is. I've really severed all ties. Yeah. There's no way. There's so many parts of her that I love. And there are so many parts of that relationship that did make me a better person. It was not healthy. And I want to set this up as a thing. Like I want to expose this like very broken, vulnerable part of myself to everybody because I want people to know you can find a, a love that matches your life. Yeah. And it can be healthy and it can be good. And there's no person that if they need to do some work like this person did around being closeted. And they can have space or then time. They, they can have space and time. And if it's meant to be, they will come back. Yeah. And there's no reason to ever put yourself in that situation. Yeah. I just, it sucks that you were going in for closure and you came out. Less. Arguably with less. Less closure. Yeah. And, and, and for me, that's like a sign from the universe being like, you will Stay never away. get this from this person. Interesting. Yeah. Don't. Don't seek it. Don't seek it. You don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah. yeah I hope in many ways that is closure. Yeah. That you. Right. Right. Get to go home being like, okay, I don't have to. There's Did not everything something I could. Some to <laughs> seek out here. Yes. yes. This person's yes. never going to give me this thing. Yeah. And I am just going to. And and honestly, what a what a lifesaver because now you feel comfortable talking about it on the pod and life experiences that are traumatic that aren't able to be turned into content. What a, <laughs> that's the what real are tragedy. They even yeah, for? what is that's the point? That's the real tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think um well I think closure has this kind of because closure can be important and healing. I feel like it usually has this connotation of like the bittersweet ending like yeah we broke up but we came to a mutual understanding or like mm. yeah. yes like um yeah. you know I, I no I can't maintain this friendship but at least we like said a sweet goodbye or whatever and it's like sometimes closure is just like a door slamming and it can still fill that same yes healing purpose well, even though yeah. you're just like this fucking sucked start to finish and it sucks now, but I'm done with it sucking. Mm. Like, and it's okay that it sucks. Even though that was such a traumatic relationship for me, I'm quite glad that it happened mm. because I never would have started on my process of making my life the best life that it could possibly be. Mm. I would have just kept living a medium life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want medium. I want this. And it's what prompted me to come up with the idea for this podcast. Yeah. Which is by far the greatest work that I've ever created. So, whoops. <laughs> we were so closeted and we created this, through that closetedness, was this medium for people to be so be affirmed in, in their gayness. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm thinking about that time when you were crying in your room, having a, a huge breakdown. Yeah. And 
at the time, there, like if I, if anyone, if you, there were just no thoughts of positive, like it seems apocalyptic. Yeah. When you're going through these things, they right. really seem apocalyptic. And you just did the like corniest sitcom turnaround ending <laughs> to this. And it's real and it's true. Yeah. And like now other gay people are getting affirmation based off of this deeply traumatic experience that you had. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Thank you, Sam. You're never actually stuck in the situation that you're in. Yeah. yeah. Not to belittle anybody in like a really super fucked up situation, but no, no, you are empowered to take your life in the direction that you want to take it. And if you're at home and you can't come out because of your parents, you will have as you grow older, you know, it will get better. Or if you're in an abusive relationship and it's financially you can't leave or it's dangerous to leave. There are resources. There are resources. Yeah. Seek out to. Yeah. And And then them out. Seek them out. And write them down and turn them into content in five years. (laughs) Yeah, get huge on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you should honestly be grateful for your trauma because <laughs> one day you're going to be able to make money for Coca-Cola based off of it. And that is what that is what life is about. That's my gay sex from this week. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. That's how we pay Kate. And of course... Me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city. Um, You get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes. um, Weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York. And lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town, or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Sam, did you have gay sex this week? No, I I haven't had... I'm try. I got mugged Tuesday. Are you fucking serious? What? Yeah. I will kill this person. Yeah. This person. I assumed it's a non-binary person that mugged <laughs> Sam. I will find that little cowboy with an eye and hunt them down. Okay. When you said cowboy with an eye, I immediately envisioned a cowboy with one eye. <laughs> Like an eye patch, and I was like, I feel like that's more of a pirate vibe. Honestly, what would be more New York (laughs) than a pirate cowboy mugging people? (laughs) (laughs) And and who also just came out as (laughs) non-binary. What happened, Sam? Yeah, so I got off the G train, and I was walking to. I had a show at Friends and Lovers. Yeah, and I don't know what to say. I was just I walked by this guy, and he kind of like. I don't know what he did, but he like intimidated me into some branches and okay. I was just like taken aback. Yeah. And oh, I said, wish I'd been there with you. I never would have let this happen. And then he said, I have a I gun. I would have thrown a rock at him. Oh my he God. He said, I have a gun? Yeah. Oh my God, Sam. I know. Holy shit. It was really scary. Are you okay? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. Did you give him your wallet? What happened? Yeah. He said, I need you to give him my phone, your phone. Uh. And I said, no. Good for you. Whoa, dude. I know. I said, I need you to give me your phone. And I was like, no, my boyfriend died and I have pictures of him yeah. on there. Yeah. And I can't give it to you. Yeah. Which is on the cloud, like the pictures. <laughs> I didn't think about that till after, though. Okay, okay, okay. This is how you should open. <laughs> Sam has some incredible. <laughs> Sam has some incredible material about his boyfriend's passing it's some of the best vulnerable stand-up i've ever heard in my life you should add that this is such a great way to get into it yeah i guess this is actually <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking hysterical cloud, i didn't think about it till after. well also like i don't know maybe i did but like i don't trust the cl- like of course not. does anyone know what well, I- other than ashley gavin does anyone actually know what <laughs> the, the cloud the is cloud? yeah <laughs> i don't i have fucking... the password to the cloud so stupid it's the cloud yeah. <laughs> okay wait I remember I, I told you at the time I went to the Apple store after he passed and I was like trying to get everything backloaded. I know. And they were a fucking bitch about it. Yeah. They make you jump through hoops. Also, they have like no, no service in place. He was like, you're better off than most people. Most people, everything just gets deleted because they don't know the passcode. And oh. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's, you don't have a system in place for this? Yeah. 
That's I'm sure people come in every other day into the right. Apple store. Yeah. It was like insane. And then I had to set up like a new account that I have to like pay for every month just so yeah. I don't lose the photos. Yeah. And like all that, like I still don't trust it. Yeah. Well, yeah. good for you. And what did he I say? I guess so. I don't think you're supposed to do that though. Did say he no? give you condolences? Like did he, like what did he do at that moment? Was he like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. How did he pass? My my boyfriend actually passed too. Could Maybe you imagine? Maybe we could be in a, a group together. <laughs> Some meet cute. Oh my God, you're gay He's too? He's like, I'm so sorry. Let me suck your penis. He was like, Sam from the Gay Widow Support Group? Oh my God. Your story is so tragic. I love you. Yeah. So Jeez, it's been a, it's so been a good week. It's terrifying. It's been good. Yeah. I'm glad you're do okay. Do you feel scared walking around? Yeah, now I do. Sam. it's okay i mean I, a, I don't know it's a hard feeling to share i it's honestly it's what's weird is this the second time this month you've been mugged because well, of the you headphones didn't even tell thing me about the first time yeah the headphones thing what have oh the guy snatching the headphones yeah that's uh, not as scary obviously it's still an, it's still such jarring. an invasion of your yeah. of your it is personhood. that's the yeah, weird like, thing you feel yeah. so violated yeah yeah <laughs> it is honestly nice though to just like be the victim you know, like, it's not complicated. It's not a relationship where I did bad things and he did bad things. It's like, no, I am the victim and I deserve sympathy and empathy and I shall get it from you. I love that. I love that you're like, I needed to be mugged in order to get that because being a widow with recently diagnosed diabetes was not enough. <laughs> I'm always oh saying, goodness. I'm saying like, God, Sam is just acting like such a fucking victim today. He's always, she's always doing that. Going on and on about the... the you know, the she's been, yeah. Life. What, I mean, it's what like a fucking terrible couple of weeks. Sam, you said it was all in one week, two weeks. Yeah. Sam is having Jesus. the most aggressively bad year I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> I love you though. <laughs> I love you too. You did have, I, I don't know how long this episode will be, but you did have a great, we went to DC and something very funny happened. I don't know if you want to mention it. Oh, I can talk about 69 daddy. Yeah. <laughs> This is a glimmer of hope. <laughs> this More is of a, the story should have titles like that. <laughs> this is the story of 69 Daddy. Yeah, should, we need to talk about title. it because the first thing <laughs> I, I did. I wouldn't let you tell me. I, w I, w I was <laughs> so excited podcast. to see you. I was holding it in. I didn't text you. And then I got in the car in the beginning of a 15,000 hour drive. Yes. <laughs> right after spilling coffee all over you. All over me. <laughs> And I said, what's up? Last night, I 69 to 69 year old. And she said, save it for the pod. And I said, fuck you. I will, but fuck you. <laughs> Never been so angry in my life. Dude, that's great, though. Yeah. So the hilarious Just for thing context, is, Sam likes to date older guys. Yes. I like older men and I like big men. I like daddy bears. Gray hair and big bellies. There are no exceptions. It's weird to tell you guys this because you know this. I'm just telling the viewers, but I'm like looking into Kate's eyes. <laughs> well, I've got the big belly. I, so I look at my daddy bear. <laughs> and I I have... You've got nothing, baby. Not we ain't fucking no time soon. God damn I was it. about to finish your sentence say gray hair but i thought you would backhand me across the face <laughs> me yeah. you said gray hair you're damn right i would backhand you across the face. neanderthal <laughs> you don't and when i get them i will be returning to betsy and i will be sitting down next to really? my ex you're and like i will say fuck you <laughs> we were in the closet you stupid bitch <laughs> just like you're in the closet about not being blonde <laughs> Ooh, she's scary <laughs> Wait, so you were on tour? Yes, we went to DC. Yeah. Oh, Great show. Thank you for coming if you came. Okay, so I found uh, a daddy on Grinder. <laughs> DC was very successful, like sex wise. I'm usually, <laughs> it's very difficult for me to find guys, especially when I'm like traveling, mm. also in New York City, just in general. But like, I had sex with two different guys that weekend and one because guy twice. Because of the age difference, daddy bear thing that you're into, it's harder for you to find guys. Yes. Yes. Not if I was interested in guys so my own. you are fucking handsome, no one on the internet is going to be like, yeah, he seems like he would have trouble. <laughs> I know people also don't believe that it's it's hard for me to find sex because they're like, oh, any old gay man must be desperate and hook up with anyone. And that's not. There's actually a, a lot of reasons that I don't quite understand why it's so hard for me to find guys to have <laughs> sex with. I mean, it's there's so many different. Anyway, the point is found Grinder Daddy. Went over to his place, was staying near where I was staying, and he opens the door, and I was like, oh, I kind of recognize this guy. I was like, is this someone famous? 
Is this because I recommend? Yeah. I recommend is this it was like Graham? vague though. It wasn't Lindsey Graham. We've had sex. I wasn't. <laughs> and so we start hooking up, and his dick is in my mouth, and I'm like, oh my god, I know this guy. <laughs> I've sucked this dick before. Because really? he, I swear to God. I swear to God. Because this guy has such a surprisingly beautiful dick. He's hard to forget. He's a handsome guy, nope, but he's like no a, pun intended. He's, he's, he's like five foot ten in stature. He's like, you know, this like sweet, sort of like artsy daddy, and then this huge thick cock. And it's in my and I'm like, oh my God. Was I know it this the guy. Smell that you remember? Definitely not. It was the, the size feel. and the, the, the mouth. It, word mouth it was yeah. <laughs> also, like that's the, what Alex Gornish always says about dick. <laughs> Excellent mouthfeel. So his dick is in my mouth. I don't. <laughs> I'm not like with his dick in my mouth. Like. <laughs> I but we like finish we both finish and I'm like oh you wait to tell him of course I wait I'm not gonna stop I would have stopped no because you haven't seen this dick <laughs> gross uh, so okay we wait finish. but when when you first walk in and you see each other he th- there's no sign from him that you're seeing each other again no he doesn't know who I am okay great at all because that would be an awkward well, he's dynamic also, if he's, he's like... also 69 so the memory might be faulty he's also 69 i guess that could play and so i we hook up and i'm like hey i'm pretty sure i know you and he's like <laughs> and i'm like yeah i think so and we start to go over like if we had hooked up i was like it must have been in new york like maybe and he was like i haven't lived in new york for 10 years and I was like, oh, so it must not have been you. And we continue. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I know you. And. Are you letting him know that it's the dick that gave it away? No, not until right now. Okay. <laughs> if you're because listening you at 69 like, Daddy. you go to college and maybe like I would you'd go back to Cornell for any kind of fundraiser. Or... Yeah, we were trying to figure it out. Eventually, we figured out that we had hooked up in New York City about five years earlier. Whoa. Yeah. And neither of us. While he was on a visit or something? No, he like had his apartment and he hadn't sold it or something. And he was actually living there. Just like it was just like one summer out of like five years. So it did. It was like (laughs) it took a little while to figure out the puzzle, but we figured it out. So funny. And uh, yeah, it was was just like it was just wild. I, 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 I don't know. I guess the story doesn't really have an ending, but no, it's a great no, story. It's a great story. And I then we it. found the text too. <laughs> so we had like had multiple interactions. That's I remember so the it wasn't a date, but I remember we actually had like food together. I went over his place. He had food. <laughs> I love and that. Then, it's the most stereotypically gay male thing. Like we actually like talked to each other and like had a meet. It wasn't yeah. just sex. Like we spoke and which hung was different out. for me. I most of them were just like sex, but we yeah. actually hung out a little bit. I don't know if there was like mutual interest at the time, but yeah, our text messages are like yeah. It's funny to look That's back so at them. Funny. Five years is a long time, and your tastes have remained exactly the same. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like you, like you. That's there was no really relationship funny. to return to. It was just like that guy's hot, and I want to fuck him. Like <laughs> it was weird because his his pictures on Grinder are really different because he lost a lot of weight. Oh, which I didn't like. Right, but he was still hot. Yeah, but at the time that was my record. He was, I think, like sixty three or something. And it was my record again. So he broke, <laughs> this guy broke my record twice. Like year after year. And I shall return in five daddy years. Is just... <laughs> when he's 75, he's still going to be 69, daddy. Oh, I like that. And you guys 69. And we 69. That's fun. So Beautiful. it's sort of a magical night. I love that. I love that. That's great gay sex. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for sharing many vulnerable things. Indeed. As, yeah. as long as it's content. <laughs> you guys should follow Sam and see if you can see him at some point, especially if you're dealing with loss or grief. His material is just so good. Kate, did you have gay sex this week? Okay, I actually am. I had a, I had a good story locked and loaded from this week, but I actually am going to tell that story about the woods because now that I'm thinking about it, it's very funny. What night is the woods what gay? A genuine delivery on that. <laughs> what are you, an actor? <laughs> 
what what nights is the woods gay wednesdays i should go dude yes i should go so i when i moved to the city i just moved in with chelsea uh we had been dating for less than a year (laughs) classic but i had no i didn't have the means to move to the city without moving in with her so that was my only option and she was in mexico like most of the time for work so really she was just paying the rent while i was a little housewife and did laundry and like cleaned up before she got home from her like week-long business trips so she wasn't hot so like it was like i would fuck the shit out of a girl if she came home from a week-long business trip right i'd be like you were doing business that whole week dude one (laughs) time it's so fucking hot one time um one time she came home and i had flowers and candles set up but it was just a welcome home we had plans to go out that night and let's just say we did not go out that night we did i don't think we even sent a, a text heads up to the people we were supposed to meet up <laughs> we were just like yeah we're in we're that's in. not like um that's a weird thing to brag about like <laughs> we were very thoughtless yeah. no 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 it we wasn't had like no accountability for you it know other the people's... sex was good because we got distracted we <laughs> ruined plans yeah. no no it wasn't like a double date with two other people it was like we were supposed to go to this house party and we just like it was like <laughs> Halloween. Kate, or something. it's okay. <laughs> Everyone knows that good sex makes you a bad person, ruining plans. I had sex two <laughs> weeks ago, and that's why I'm gonna not do my taxes this year. <laughs> I'm gonna miss the deadline. Yeah. Okay. So there was a I rare. Had sex, it ruined my relationship with my sister. That sounds wrong. Yeah. Continue. You could have also done a good ex joke there. It's just so many things I could have done, but instead I insinuated that I had sex with my sister. Maybe that's why your ex stayed in your apartment for 10 months because. To keep me from fucking my sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there was like a rare, rare weekday where Chelsea was home. And so we were like, I, I had been doing obsessive, obsessive research on where the lesbian nights out were happening. I mean, I was just like, craving it yeah because i I'd, uh. I'd, I'd only really i hadn't had nightlife yet yeah like most of the time mm. that i was in college i either wasn't drinking or i was just drinking in like a college environment yeah uh, so my party i was not a bar person i was not party experienced but i wanted to be in like a, a gay environment yeah and i wanted to take chelsea and i thought it would be really fun because here we are in the big city like i know there's must be other gays here but famously lesbian nightlife fucking shit just fucking so small and under-resourced and uh, when it happens it's good yeah i'm assuming i still haven't really (laughs) participated sam's like i don't know about that no 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 i was was gonna say shout out to the lesbian project you guys know yes yes yes. shout out to the lesbian project but like even while i've been in the city bars have closed like it's just it's a problem and so i did like copious amounts of research on where we should go and i was like okay we'll go to lesbian night at the woods we meet there. We decide that not only are we going to go to lesbian uh, night, but we are going to try some role play. Oh. <laughs> and be different people and meet each other for oh the first time. Oh, that's God. fun. <laughs> I love that. So You've really been holding this one back. <laughs> I am very excited about this. Wow. How did you play the kid from the Sandlot? I decided to be a <laughs> paleontologist. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> you fucking nerd. That's, I'm so sorry. You got to choose something believable. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your Cuban link necklace does not say paleontologist. I was a paleontologist. And the funny thing is, I think she said that she was a lawyer. So, <laughs> Which one of you is the comedian in real life? And which one of you is the lawyer? <laughs> um, but we like had like slightly different personalities to you know we were playing around so we met there she She was like i'm type a and went to a little ivy (laughs) (laughs) we were different we were different and we did not like each other as much as different which is kind of sweet in a way wow you really committed to it we really committed to it i could never i got there first and i sat at the bar and and like ordered a drink from the bartender and then she walked in and was just like, hey, can I sit here? Like, we committed wow. to it. We committed to it. I'm feeling a little embarrassed talking about it. But no, it was- don't be embarrassed. I'm so <laughs> impressed by you. And Sexually, Kate, I'm impressed. <laughs> and keep in mind, what makes this even more hilarious is, again, we'd been together for less than a year. 
So we. <laughs> this so, would be the great teaser for a pilot where you. It seemed. The, oh the, yes. There's a twist later where it's actually like you guys have been in a relationship and know each yes, other. Yes, yes. The opening to um, I think four Christmases. You've written too many pilots. I'm sorry. Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. I think opens like that. Oh, that's it's, also kind of what Slave Play is. Do you guys see it? No. It is like they're doing um porn fiction as like therapy, but you don't know. Oh. There's like a twist halfway oh. through where they reveal that. Oh, interesting, interesting. No spoilers. Yeah, I guess uh, that's a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure the run is over on Broadway. So, so, so we, so she, you know, can I sit here? We start chatting and it's early because she's just come from work, but it didn't make sense to go all the way to the apartment and then leave together. Like, well, you know, we were just like, let's just meet there when you get off work. Far so, more authentic. It, right. And so it is probably like 630 and I don't think the lesbians arrive until like 10. <laughs> Really? You're like alone. I did not know that. I think you also missed the 3 p.m. crowd, which is robust. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of settlers of Catan. (laughs) Are these lesbian stereotypes good? How am I I doing? Very bad, but I'm not going to call you out. I knew it. it. You looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everyone loves settlers. (laughs) If you went to a little Ivy, you love settlers. (laughs) It's like straight guys who seem like they might shoot up a school and lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) And what is a lesbian butt? Oh no! Is this Depends. bad? How long have I gone without sex? <laughs> Call me. Twelve hours. Yeah, I might shoot up a school. <laughs> Continue. Wow, you so, are a gay man. <laughs> the lesbians just like kept not showing up, so we're there during happy hour, which is like two for one drinks, and then they have this shot girl going around to the, like the seven people who are there. Really? Yeah. And so we're like, yeah, I'm not gonna say. Did you forget shot. to say you're in Vegas? <laughs> That's so weird for like a Brooklyn bar. It was bar. so at, at like 7 p.m. So, you know, we're waiting and waiting for all these lesbians to show up. We're like two hours deep into this intricate improv where we don't oh. even really like each other. You've you've done. You're still two doing hours? it. Yeah. And two hours? Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. What? <laughs> two they hours? Commit to the bit. How, how much? No, Just that's like no, lesbian that's committing... sex. Lesbian role play takes a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. You've had multiple orgasms. You're so part of. I think part of the fantasy in my mind is that it's a room full of lesbians and we choose each other, right? Or like we Mm. we make out on the dance floor as if it's the first. I get the appeal and the premise. It was literally just like two prov for too long. Oh my god! As we're getting increasingly and increasingly drunker and tired and tired. (laughs) Have you ever done improv for ten minutes? It's exhausting. (laughs) You did it for two hours two and you prop. didn't like your two partner? Prop. This is insane. You guys Listener, are- if you don't know what two prov is, it's awful. And oh man, I'm bombing today. <laughs> Continue. So so we eventually drop it and we're like, we feel bad. We feel drunk and we feel hungry. So then we get food and then I throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> so I have drinks. Too many drinks in too short amount of time. And then immediately ate like greasy greasy fried food yeah. and i just like immediately throw up in the bathroom <laughs> which is not which is unlike me but then again you're a different person right because i, I you're not you uh right I'm you're a paleontologist i'm a paleontologist a sloppy sloppy paleontologist <laughs> sloppy paleontologist raw dogs lawyer <laughs> i don't have a condom i left it back in the mesozoic but so I, so, so it's, and, and also, like I said, the whole reason I was so excited about this experience is because I have not really partied or explored bar culture at all. I'm like very young and I want to like go out in the city. Like I totally all, all I was ever doing was watching comedy shows or like doing improv. <laughs> so, so I was like big experience. And then I just, I went too hard too fast. Yeah. And I just threw, I threw up in the bathroom. We're like, okay, let's just like fucking go home. And then when we got home, and she was, was like, this, "I don't know you." <laughs> it was like, this weird, babe. I don't was, feel well. It was weird. It was this weird moment where we had like mostly dropped the facade, uh, and I had clearly thrown up, and and she was feeling awful, and I was like, "So, so should I dust off my <laughs> my digging brushes?" Like I like tried to make it happen, and she was like, "Are you joking?" <laughs> And I was like, no, let's do it. And then she was like, okay, like, let's follow through. Let's do it. And so she starts to follow through on it. And I was like, I need to go throw up again. (laughs) So I I went into the bathroom and I threw up. And then I was like, I need to take a bath. So I filled up the bathtub in our apartment of eight people. (gasps) No. 
I no. filled up the bathtub. No, and I and this I laid down in the bath to so that I so that I could feel. I don't know, like I was in a fetus or something. I was just so uncomfortable. I'm so upset and so drunk, and I fell asleep in the bathtub. <laughs> this paleontologist, she's not doing well. She's not okay. <laughs> she is deeply unwell. Um, and and then. I was just like the relief of waking up in the morning, one, with no more alcohol in my system, and two, next to the love of my life instead of some rando was... um, Some other random lawyer. (laughs) Some other random lawyer (laughs) with a different area of expertise. (laughs) Would you try it again? I love that this is actually like an artist and a non-artist doing like role play together. (laughs) Anyway, so we 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 were out of the woods before there was any other lesbians there, and uh, and yeah, I was I woke up very very happy to be with her, and now I've still one. Uh, we still really haven't had a lesbian night out. Really, we had one in we had one in Brazil. We went to a queer club with her friends, but oh. we one time stood in line for cubbyhole for like an hour, and we're like, we give up. I t- tried role play once. It was not good. <laughs> Oh, no. I, it was mostly him. I was, I was amazing. <laughs> I was amazing. I was perfect. Well, yeah, you're the creative. I couldn't. He I... was not in the same sense as me, but he was also. Mm. Oh. And he was trying to be my professor, and it uh, it lasted about 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but I made him dress up as a professor, which was all I needed. <laughs> he came immediately. Yeah, he had suspenders on, and I was like, "That's good enough." <laughs> it's... I, I don't know why I barfed. Yeah. It's funny when now. That's from a joke. It's funny because the only element of fantasy to it was just that we were meeting again for the first time. Like, it's almost like I just... What are you talking about? You had an elaborate paleontologist background. Yes, but that wasn't like a... I don't have a sex fantasy about dinosaurs. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) Great question. Why don't you have a sex fantasy about dinosaurs? Uh... Because you haven't been taking therapy seriously because you've just been going, LOL, all good. But so it's what it was like. She didn't have a sex fantasy about being a lawyer. I didn't have a sex fantasy about being a paleontologist. The fantasy was meeting, meeting again for a first time yeah. and choosing each other in a sea of lesbians with the sea that never appeared. <laughs> I have so many lesbians. questions about the improv, mm. though. Like, where did you go? Because you've had to have made up backstory. She's yeah. like, what paleontologist? What the fuck does that mean? And you were like, oh, I didn't think that far. <laughs> You're like, uh, Ross from Friends. <laughs> oh no! I really think paleontologist was like one of my dream jobs as a as a child. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe you had some knowledge. Yeah, that's a phenomenal story, Kate. Thank you. We've been recording a while, so I'm yeah, cutting we can, us off. Yeah, we, we can stop. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm plugs. to keep going. Okay, <laughs> we can do bonus. But butt plugs. At Samuel H. Morrison on Instagram and Twitter. F- subscribe to my YouTube. It is fashion-based. I'm learning fashion. I'm raiding people's closets. I'm going thrifting with comedians. I'm making fun of straight men. And that's all the things that you need in life. It is. My solo show, Sugar Daddy, which is uh, about grief and diabetes, obviously. <laughs> um, so March 29th, April 5th, April 12th in New York City, in Brooklyn at Pete's Candy Store. Go to my link tree and my Instagram. That's probably the easiest place yeah. for these kids to find it. And there'll be tickets there. And then I'm at the hideout in Boston, 428 to 429. And then 527 to 528, I'm in uh, the Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis. Beautiful. Listener, I'm very, very busy with travel this week, so no gay thought this week. Instead, I'm just going to plug that I have a bajillion tour dates coming up. I'm feeling very overwhelmed. I know you guys don't listen to these audio notes, so if you do, tell a friend. Let them know that I'm probably coming to a city near you. I just I just got dates for St. Louis. I mean, I am coming everywhere, guys. I'm coming. I'm coming all over you, America. Hey, little bottoms, I'm going to come on you. <laughs> Why can't I monetize on YouTube? I don't understand. AshleyGavin.com. Go check out if your city's listed. I've got an alert set up for most cities. And if you don't see your city yet, I promise you I'll be nearby. Thank you, America, for letting me come to you. And on... Yeah.